ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Crystal Show with Crystal here. And I got my very special guest again. Cody Springer. How's it going, guys? Yeah, I'm back for a part two uh, for the show. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I mean, even though Crystal and I had a lengthy uh, first first uh you know, podcast, uh, there were some things that, uh, we didn't get to, uh, talk about on the last one, so she invited me back on for a part two, so, uh, you'll get to find out a little bit more information about me on this episode, so, yeah. And when he says invited, I made him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's good to be here on this show. Um, and yeah, if you guys haven't liked, uh, Crystal's Facebook page, I definitely recommend that you do the Crystal Show on Facebook. Uh, that's where you can get updates on the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, I just got a post about some stuff on my show, but anyways. So, like Cody said, we are going just to go over things we didn't go over last time and what do you mean by lengthy well, i mean it was an hour and 30 minutes the last time how we did this so well it might be an hour tonight well technically it's morning where we are anyways so cody yes before we get started i heard well i made you pick a song because you know every episode Crystal loves to hear music in her podcast. Yes. Um, so the song for this episode is going to be Twisted by 50 Cent featuring Mr. Probs. Um, I think it's just a, you know, a catchy song. I like it. So, yeah, I hope you guys do too. You said 50 Cent? Yes. Uncle 50. Uncle Fofty. You better pay that motherfucker by Monday. <laughs> He's going to want his money. <laughs> I don't, for what? I don't owe him shit. I don't either, but I'm exactly. just saying to all He's those, getting 50 cent. That's his name. He's getting 50 cent. 50 cents. That's yeah, all you get. I'll deposit 50 cents in 50's account. Fuck it. All right, but yeah, we're going to listen to Uncle Fofty, <laughs> Mr. Probs. Hit it. All right. Here's a little it's 50. You don't know what you're in for. Come on. We get the party cracking, bottles popping. Tonight we gon' turn up to yeah. twisted. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. System thumping, the club is jumping. Tonight we gon' turn up to twisted. Toast to success, then take it a little higher. Make tomorrow bring you everything your heart desires. Let you drive an ambition, offer you new visions. May your gut instincts help you make good decisions. This is more than champagne, this is more than just a glass. It's a symbol of accomplishment we rarely ever have. Let's enjoy tonight like tonight's our last. We can focus on the future and reflect on the past. We done came so far, I mean, look where we are. If they don't call us by our name, they call us entrepreneurs. From the block to the boardroom, the hood to the highlight. Skyscraper, paper, baby, life in the line. Like, want the best of the best. The top of the top, I mean the baddest bitches. You know the cream of the crop. We got a hustling habit. We better than average. More like the elite, 
my nigga, we gotta we eat. Come on. Party rocking bottles popping. Tonight we gon' turn up to twist Strike against us is becoming advantage. Cause we grind when we at it like we stone cold addicts. That mastermind, the mental is also essential. Product of the environment, they ain't been what we've been through. I'm fond of the phrase, if there's a will, there's a way. Cause we come from them parts where only killers be placed outside. It's alright. The ghetto's my alma mater, huh? It's alright. We can keep the party jumping like this all night. The bottles just keep them coming, baby. Let's get right. Let's get it on. Play a little mob and it's getting hot in here, homie. This could be a problem. Kenny Burke style, let's keep rising to the top. Let's do it. Do it big, man. Let a fucking hate a watch. Oh, yeah. This is perfect. It's a moment to remember as we proceed on our money game. Hello, party, rocking bottles popping. Tonight we gon' turn up to turn up. that was twisted by 50 cent could you guys imagine if he actually had an account where he's like fans if you really love me please deposit 50 cents into this account how how rich that bastard would be that show would add up after a while but well shit like just two fans putting in 50 cents would be a dollar so like you know well, I mean, either way. If he had a million fans, mm, if he had a million fans out there, if probably more, could you imagine? I mean, either way, that motherfucker's getting paid, man. You know, I mean, with you know the music and power asshole. and the other shit he's got going on. Oh man. But yeah, so we here. Yes, we are here. So, uh, what kind of questions would did you want to ask on uh, this podcast? I am looking deeply in your eyes right now, and I'm going to make sure you feel every... <laughs> Whoa, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, the first question is, Cody, that I did not ask you, and I kind of just was weaning it last podcast... Because, you know, I just got off of work and whatnot, uh, like I did today. How did you get into, like, the podcast scene and, you know, content, like making the videos you do for CNM? Okay, so um, how I got started in podcasting. Um, so after I graduated high school, I, um, as some of you may know, I'm a big wrestling fan. I've been a fan for... 
over 20 years now, so I've been watching it a long time. And I know some people might be like, oh, fucking wrestling's fake and shit like that. I'm like, look, you know, it's entertainment. You know, wrestling is entertainment, all right? Now, anyways, um, the WWE had a forum site where you could, like, post topics and discuss wrestling. So, you know, I got on there and stuff, and, you know, and I actually got to talking to some people on there. Um, you know, and, you know, and we, uh, happen to, like, have, a, you know, like, share opinions about wrestling and certain wrestlers and stuff like that, and I thought, like, hmm, these people are pretty cool. But anyways, I went on to a website called Blog Talk Radio. I just stumbled upon it, you know, not even, like, really looking for it, and, uh, and they had a, a radio show. Uh, it was the Pro Wrestling Torch. Where people could, um, well, these guys were hosting a show, and they had their readers uh, call into the show. I'm like, huh, that's pretty cool. You know, what if I did something like that? So I, I um, asked a couple of the guys I talked to on that forum website, saying, hey, man, you know, I'm thinking about starting up a wrestling radio show. Would you be interested? And they said, yeah, man, that'd be cool. But uh, the thing about it is, though, I didn't realize I had to pay for Block Talk Radio. And I couldn't afford the monthly subscription at the time, so I couldn't get started. And then about a month or so later, um, you know, I got to uh, talking to about seven people uh, from that same website, you know, the, uh, the forum website. And we decided to form a group called the 7X. Um, and then we decided to do a podcast at that point, and we called it the 7X Wrestling Show. And, you know, this was before podcasting became a big thing that it is now. So we decided to use a conferencing website. It was completely free, and we could call into it using our phones. We called into it, and that's, and then we started doing shows, and then we started gaining some traction. Uh, we interviewed some wrestlers that worked for WWE and other wrestling promotions across the world, and yeah, I mean, we were doing business with these people and stuff, and and then unfortunately, Seven um, X didn't last. It lasted about a a year and a half. Um, and that was due, due, due to some uh, personal conflicts within the group. Um, I do have a podcast about this on the Cody Springer show, like discussing the whole story of 7X. Um, I'm not really going to get too in deep about it on here um, because it would take a you know an hour probably to talk about the, the entire story. But that's pretty much how I got my start into podcasting. And now as far as video making... Um, well, I've been doing that on and off for years. Um, well, I mean, I'll, do you have a follow-up question about the podcasting, or do you want me to talk about how I got started in the videos and seeing them? We'll just save all questions for the Q&As. Okay. So, um, I, uh, got C&M started... Well, first of all, um, 
I decided to come up with this network called the Visionary Network. I started it in 2017, so two years ago, and I recruited uh, Marcel, uh, Keith Zuccarelli, and Anthony DeZanzo from the KNA show. Um, and then I recruited several other guys as well, um, so, like uh, Lucas Rojas, who was a part of 7X with me, and he had his co-host, Evan Medina, and we were doing our own shows on there. And I had this idea to run this network with all these shows and all original, original content. And everybody was on board up until I decided to upload a video on 9-11. And I just basically spout off on some con conspiracy theory shit. And it was just bad timing. You know, like... I mean, Keith agreed that with me that 9-11 was an inside job and everything like that, but he was upset because of the timing. Don't tell me you actually posted it up on 9-11. I did. Lord Jesus, dude. Um, you never do that. It, I wasn't thinking, clearly. I mean... Mar I mean, the only person that was on my side was Marcel. Well, duh. <laughs> that well, dude is a walking conspiracy theory himself, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, there's no... There's no question or about that of Marcel. So, I mean, I understand where they're all coming from. So, like... I mean, the thing about it is I don't apologize for my comments because I believe in what I said. But at the same time, I will apologize for the timing. And if I if it was insensitive towards people, you know, I apologize, you know, even though I apologized for it two years ago, you know. Um, so anyways, like I resigned as the head of the network and and I gave power to uh, Lucas, but he didn't want it. So like they ended up just, you know, not continuing the network, you know, because I just felt like I've I already tarnished the network and stuff like that by what I did, even though I don't know. So so then afterwards, you know, Marcel and I were just said, fuck it, you know, we'll just do our own thing. You know, and that's how CNM got started. And, um, you know, we started making original videos and content and stuff. And Marcel was doing his gaming stuff. And and now it's, it's grown into what it is going to be tonight. The start of the first season. So, let me do, ask, let me ask you this question. So, do you think... That 9-11 was an actual inside job? Yes, I do. And the reason why I think that is because... I mean, you just can't can't make me believe that those planes brought down the World Trade Center towers by themselves. Like, it would have to take something else in order to bring those buildings down. Because I watched a documentary on this. And they said that with, you know, those buildings and the way they were structured, it would have to take thermite 
in order to cut through that steel and whatnot that was used to build those towers. So I think what happened was when the planes crashed into the World Trade Center, I think that the World Trade Center was already rigged to explode. And they probably had thermite placed in key structural points to where they could hit a detonator switch and then that would bring the towers down. I mean, because actually, if you think about it, so they had this picture of, I, I did see this on 9-11, and I'm not the one to actually be like a conspiracy theory on some things I am and some things I'm not. So, you know, I'm not saying like this is an inside job, people, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to judge, you can go and judge. But I am not going to have people comment like and say stuff about Cody because immediately you can just walk yourself away. Don't even hit that fucking comment button or try to reply because you know what? On my show, we can say whatever the fuck we want. Right. I'm probably not even people are going to be pissed and be like, fuck this bitch. I don't care. I don't really care. You know what? People has their opinions, hence why it's a conspiracy theory. Right. Like there I, you go. I don't have any concrete proof that it's an inside job, but I believe in my heart that it's an inside job. And hell, there are a lot of people who agree with me. You know, Keith Zuccarelli, you know, the head writer of CNM Entertainment, he, he thinks that was an inside job himself. To to be honest, Cody, I was actually was watching this video, and to to be honest, like this person was filming near before the first plane hit, they saw somebody with a duffel bag enter the building with a duffel bag, walks out. With no duffel bag, and it was at least five hours prior to the first plane. To the first plane. Well, what was he doing inside that tower? But here's the thing: like people would say, I I don't know what time they went off, but like the World Trade Centers would have been closed if when he would have went in there. So one, what was the person doing filming? So he's probably just out there, saw the Twin Towers, and, you know, everybody's like, if I was older that day, because, well, I was only four. So I remember, I don't even remember that that day, to be honest. I, I don't even know what I was doing that day. Because here in Ohio, what do you do on a normal fucking day? Either it's school day, going to school, or it's the weekend, trying to get your dad to play with you more often because he's always fucking working because he's going through shit with my stupid mom. Sorry. My mom doesn't know I have a podcast, but if she does, I'm sorry, mom. We did stupid shit when we were younger, so you can't blame me. Anyways. So, um... You know, these are questions... Which comes into people starts having their own theories about it. So that's why it's a conspiracy theory. So, you know what? If people are going to get mad over conspiracy theories, then you know what? Get fucking mad over people that has opinions. God forbid we can have those. 
Right. So, you know, it's just your opinion. It's just your conspiracy theory. So, you know, actually, I was watching a lot of videos on it, and there was a video on how they would made the Twin Towers, and there's no fucking possible way a plane that fucking size, especially coming down, it would have to come down at a fucking angle and keep going downwards and order and almost hit every fucking steel it could. But still, it wouldn't be bad enough to make the fucking Twin Towers go all the way fucking down. Right. And we're really sorry for you people who lost family members in the Twin Towers. We don't mean any disrespect. No, not at all. Not at all. This is a conspiracy theory. I don't know. There's even probably there's families out there who believe that you know, it was an inside job, you know? Like Actually, they... Tina will tell you her um, great, I think three greats uncle was in the, the first tower. He died. Because the plane hit right where the level, right there, like he died because the plane came in and um, crushed him. So, yeah, she, she was pissed. Like, she, of course, when she was found out, she was like two years older than me. She found out, and um, she uh, every nine eleven she tells the story, and she wanted me to tell because I said I might talk about it on one of my podcasts. The reason why I didn't do it last podcast is because if you guys listen, it was about my friend. I found out passed away, so that was in a memory of her. I'm sorry if that one wasn't like uh, kind of confusing, like not really good. I was just so emotional, very tired. I did it when I got home from work, like I do every podcast, because I do at least two podcasts a week for you guys. But um, yeah. So if you don't mind, Cody, I would like to say this story if it's okay with you. Yeah. Since you are my okay, so the level the first plane hits on. You know, like, it's a few levels. It's like the top. It's almost like they would have to have that plane coming down at an angle to try to hit the fucking middle of the tower just for it to all come crashing down. Because, you know, if, like, but they didn't. No. It didn't. Because if they would hit it just right close to the bottom, then yes, I could believe that all that extra steel, metal, and whatever came crashing down and made it all come crashing down. I could believe that. But for it to not hit up, it hit up closer to the top, top levels. Um, yeah. So she said her uncle, her three great uncle... I forget his name, but was working on the floor and actually didn't see or hear anything about the plane. Nobody did. Just, he turns around and plane comes in and crushes him. I mean, it crushed him, ladies and gentlemen. Both of his legs came off. An arm came off, his head decapitated, his body in two different pieces. And people were like, it was terrorists. You know what? 
any it could have been an inside job that makes you a terrorist so yeah terrorists did it i'm not no i'm sorry if you're from a different country i'm not saying like i'm not naming countries i'm not saying you're all terrorists no 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 let me get let me just let me say this if you do anything like go after the fbi steal like Go at, like, in NCIS, where they try to hack into, like, um, the NCIS systems and whatnot. That's a form of terrorism. So, they said terrorists hijack the plane. So, how is terrorists going to hijack the plane? They get on the plane, and, like, normal fucking people have, like, fake passports and shit. I could understand because back then we didn't have the technology. Now we do to have the technology that can scan and, you know, shit changes every day or every year almost. Like the new license they have. You know the Ohio license are just are just similar to, to Indiana's license? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I... And me and this chick, like, it was funny because actually me and this chick, I'm going to go get my drug screening so I can get this job I'm at now. And me and her was actually for five minutes was talking just about the driver's license and how easy it was with back then. Like you could easily forge one. Now you can't. But anyways, so yeah, her uncle got cracked crushed by that plane the exact plane the tip yeah imagine that fucking plane coming down on you you're dead within instance i mean this isn't the first you know incident that has happened in american history where they think it was a uh, false flag operation and if you don't know what a false flag operation is it's where the government stages an attack against its own people and blames on somebody else. They think they say that Pearl Harbor was a false flag operation. But Pearl Harbor actually, like Japan's actually, like Japan planes were actually coming over and bombing Pearl Harbor. But there's a theory out there that they just the- describe. Like, they just made it look like Japan planes, or they stole it? Well, they said that President Roosevelt, you know, possibly knew about it or staged the attack. So that way they can go up there and, and you know, go go at Japan. But that's, that's a different story for a different time. Yeah. Because, like, the thing about it is, what gets me the most about 9-11 is that thousands of people lost their lives that day and to think that our government staged it all you know to where they made it look like you know had, you know that um afghanistan terrorists you know had a hand in it when in fact it could have been them who did it like four thousand some odd americans unnecessarily lost their lives not not that that many people didn't need to die. It wasn't just four thousand. It was in the hundreds. They said at least a hundred. No, three hundred and five thousand people has been injured, died, 
in that fucking, in those things. Because you got to remember, it's not just one. It was both. Because it was like, because one, by the time the first Twin Tower was almost halfway coming down, that's when the fucking second plane hit. So, I'm sorry. You People can say, oh, no, it was the terrorist hijacking the plane. Okay. 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 We'll, we'll go with you. Well, you know, I'm not trying to say you're wrong or nothing because we don't know. We weren't there. We didn't see the live action. We didn't survive it. You know, even if you did survive it, you're not going to know. So, and Tina will say this to everybody who says, the 9-11 was such a tragedy, blah, blah, blah. It was the terrorist. She'll be like, yeah. How does a fucking terrorist just get on a fucking plane, decide to... Oh, one of these... Di- well, I'm just gonna fucking crash mo- this plane into a fucking very tall building. Hmm? That I know is gonna have a th- at least almost 300,000 people. And now hear this. This is why I don't really think it was terrorism. Because at the same time, the Twin Towers were coming down at least Four, five, six other buildings in different parts of America was also coming down. Everybody thinks it's, oh, that's just the Twin Towers. No, other buildings in other states, people, were also come tumbling down. Think about how, with that, you had the Twin Tower people being crushed, killed, whatever, injured, and then you got all these other fucking buildings coming down. How the fuck does just two towers get planes crashed into them? How, why aren't we fucking to, on 9-11? We, that's all we talk about is those fucking two Twin Towers. But yeah, I see a video that it was other buildings. Why aren't we talking about those people, huh? No, it's just more people about the Twin Towers. So how do you explain, explain to me how does two, tw- the most popular Twin Towers fucking come crumbling down and all magically four or five or six other buildings in other in the U.S. is crumbling down? Hmm? It has to be an inside job. And what was our president doing at the time? He was down in Florida at a school. And when he, when they told him what was going down, he just sat there and had this look on his face like he knew. Yeah. What a bastard. He knew. Bush knew. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said what a bastard. Um. Oh, I think he's a war criminal and he should be put to death. But that's just my opinion. I mean, it's a, it's your opinion. We all have our right to opinions. It's not like they can say, oh, you're arrested for terrorism. I did nothing of sorts of terrorism. I'm having a conspiracy theory. There's a bunch of them out there. Nobody else gets arrested. So you know what? Come at me, bros. Come at me. I'm scared. I mean, Helen, Jesse Ventura, he had this show called Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura. Yeah. They did an episode on 9-11. And he was able to prove that the black recorder boxes on the planes, it said in the 9-11 Commission report that the black boxes were never recovered. They were. And the information that he was able to gather was that the hijackers were already on the plane before people started boarding. 
So you're telling me they were either like the staff because the staff is mostly on the plane before people starts to board. Well, they, yeah, they were already on the plane when before people started boarding. I mean, it's easily to hide in a plane before like they check it and whatnot. Like they can check it and you, they won't find you. So yeah, I mean. What the hell, dude? The fuck is up with people nowadays? I don't, I don't understand, you know, but I mean, we could do a whole podcast about conspiracies, but, you know, this is about, you know, you know, my journey into what I'm doing with podcasts and the videos and stuff like that. So, uh, do you have another, uh, next question? I really don't. Okay. Well, um, just so everybody knows, uh, tonight we have the premiere of CNM Entertainment. Uh, it's the first episode of the new season. So uh, make sure you guys tune in. It's going to be on Facebook Live and YouTube, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, I think that's 4 o'clock on the West Coast. But yeah, so definitely tune in. Check out the show, and uh, it'll be airing from September 20th to October 25th. So uh, make sure you guys check out the first season. Let us know what you think, um, and hopefully we'll have a season two. Hopefully. I mean, to me, like, just be helping you guys, doing your guys' makeup. I mean, well, Marshall never wore makeup, but he's going to. <laughs> I ain't playing, like, if we're, we're gonna need, like, with Marcel, I think I should have done more on him. I think I can do more on him, but, like, with you, being, doing you, like, with, um, Dick Johnson and then Grady, oh my god, I think, like, from the first time I did Grady to the second time, I made Grady look more, like, more filthy and whatnot, and fucking... The second time he shows up. So, um, yeah, guys, I mean, sh being, like, just, like, uh, telling them when to start talking and, you know, because I, like, I'm behind the camera and then I read them their lines and do the makeup. So, doing all that, I really want to do a season two and I want to kind of keep on going. Yes. Like, I don't want CNM to ever stop because I want this to be, like, in the next generation, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely want to keep the show going for a long time. Um, yeah, I mean, because I think the show can only get better from here, and I think the first season's good. Um, I think there's stuff we need to improve on, but all in all, I think uh, we've done a pretty good job with it so far up to this point. I mean, like, the whole point of Marcel being arrested, because what we did say that was going to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To, like, you being Grady and Dick Johnson and Marcel doing his gaming, which, dude, y'all, please come and comment on, like, the CNM page 
the Crystal Show page on Facebook. Go to Springer Brands Instagram, Crystal Lynn 2 Instagram, and, like, please tell us what games or... If after you watch season one, tell us, comment, and let us know of what more do you want to see. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, Marcel, I, I think he'd be open to suggestions. You know, go follow him on Instagram, masterkujo sixty eight, and hit him up. You know, I mean, Marcel's pretty open to fans talking to him and stuff like that. So hey, if uh, you've got some ideas suggestions if you want marcel to do some like other games like i don't know maybe like call of duty or uh mortal combat or whatever you know hit him up and let him know the only game i do i do know he will not play is fortnite <laughs> yeah um sorry y'all yeah. yeah you might, want... uh, might have to pay him <laughs> some money to do some Fortnite. yeah like a hundred dollars because he fucking hates that game I mean, I, I, I don't I don't understand it, honestly. I don't know why Fortnite's such a big deal. I, I never really got into it. So, I mean, if you play Fortnite and enjoy it, that's you know, great for you. You know, I mean, I mean it's what you're into. But, yeah, it, that, it definitely wouldn't be for me. I, th- I think it's more like a kid's game, to be honest, in my opinion. I've never seen it. I've never played it, so I really don't care. I mean, like, I know this person, they actually played Fortnite and got mad, and so they broke their fucking controller and their TV. Oh, my God. What, they throw the controller of the TV? Shattered the screen? And then took took the controller out of the screen. <laughs> like, he threw it, this person... Throw it right in the middle of their screen. Put a hole in the fucking TV, right? Then takes the controller out and starts beating it on the TV. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? And then then snaps his fucking controller in half. (laughs) What a waste of money. What the fuck? I'm like, bro, you have no fucking TV and no controller. Actually, I will tell you this quick story real quick. So, um, I remember my friend... He was playing Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Got mad because it was it was the first one. Got mad because he had it on the hardest mode and couldn't beat it. He beat it on all the other modes, but couldn't beat the hardest fucking mode, right? Mm-hmm. Like within the first first fucking when he starts playing it, where you start shooting people. Died at, sorry, died at least twenty five times. He's half. He's like not even halfway through the game, right? And all of a sudden, he fucking pissed. He dies at least. This is he's like already. I want to say sixty eight, sixty nine deaths in. And, um, oh, I just quit the he, game at that point. He t- Oh, my God, guys. This is where he... I don't know what was going through his head, but I, we had to take him to the hospital because of this. Yeah, and then after he goes to the hospital, he had to go to the insane asylum because, to, because like, the ho- he got to get checked in. Because he goes up 
to the fucking TV and starts headbutting the TV. The fuck? Oh, yeah. So why he's at the hospital, they're like pulling glass and shit out of his head. And then he goes to the fucking mental place because they thought he couldn't like he was going through like suicidal shit. All over because he he was like sixty nine deaths in fucking um Shit. Call of Duty. Oh, if if I was getting fucking killed that many times in the game, I would fucking quit playing. Cody, I hear you when you fucking play, and every time you die, you always cuss. <laughs> well, like, yeah. You always, you son of a bitch, you motherfucker, <laughs> you dirty ass whore. <laughs> Well, but well, here's the thing, though. Like, I live I, with you, dude. I know you. I mean, Call of Duty. I mean, like, like it, it can piss you off, but at the same time, you know, like, if you get, if I, I know when to stop. Like, I, you know, when I'm when I'm dying so many damn times, like I just quit the game, shut the damn t fucking PlayStation off and quit playing, <laughs> you know? Like, if it's that bad, you know? Like, but the problem is, people don't know when to quit and shit, and then they get so fucking mad, and then they end up like that. Like, son of a bitch, man. Actually, I was playing Paper Mario back in, like, a few years ago, right? And this is when my mom had a 64. And Nintendo 64, y'all... Like, that is an old-ass game system before this PlayStation shit, right? And Xbox. And Xbox. So, like, we were playing the Nintendo 64, and we were playing Paper Mario, and I died at least five times, and I'm like, fuck this game! (laughs) And my mom's like, if you're going to be like that, you're not playing it. And I'm like, I don't care! (laughs) Then, like... Two weeks because, you know, I only got to see her every two weeks. So that's like two, oh, two weekends out of a whole month. And um, I get to see her and she's like, so you're, I'm surprised you haven't been playing Paper Mario. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to play it. Like, she, she fucking forgot already that I wasn't allowed to play it. She's like, you're grounded for a few months from it. I'm like, Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. I'm only here two times out of a fucking month. Okay. Whatever. So, anyways, Cody, I do got a question. So, you're podcasting. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, what made you, like, so... You started the Cody Springer podcast. Yeah, Cody Springer Show. So, yeah, the Cody Springer show. So, um, I forget what, how many episodes are you in? Uh, 45, I believe. 45? Yes. And you did say, uh, when you hit 50, you were going to... Um, yeah, I'm planning on doing some kind of special for the 50th episode, uh, just inviting people on who've been on the show in the past. Like Marcel, Keith, uh, Anthony Williams, you know. Um, but yeah, stay tuned on that. Um, not quite sure what the big plan is for that yet, but 
Yeah, I like to invite everybody back on and do it. I know, okay, ladies and gentlemen, like, I know for one thing, I am going to try to get Anthony Williams here on The Crystal Show and Keith Zuccarelli. I know that for that, for fact. Because, actually, for some people who don't know this, Keith has a book out there that... Unfortunately, I've actually read in high school, not knowing, like, I didn't even know when I started dating Cody, I didn't even know Keith had a book called, I forget, what was it called? Tales of the Broken. Tales of the Broken. So, that's a fucking good ass creepy book, though. I want to say it. It was kind of creepy. Kind of like, it was like a scary, nice, creepy book. I read it, had nightmares about it, and then kept on reading it. That's how fucking good it is. I'm, that is a good-ass book right there. If you're going to give me fucking nightmares just for reading a book, then you need to make a fucking movie out of that. A fucking horror movie. Because, oh my god. I'm trying to get Cody... Guys, comment, please. Well, heck this. Go to Cody's Instagram and tell him, buy me the book. Why can't you buy the book? Because there would be more love if you did it. Well, I'll tell y'all, you can go on Amazon.com and you can purchase a copy of Tales of the Broken and whatnot. And, and the thing about it is, I mean, the reason why Keep's book hasn't really been known or out there is because he had issues with the publishing company. Um, but he got that all taken care of and now he has the rights to the book. So, yeah, if you want to support Keith, buy his book, Tales of the Broken. I think it's available in paperback and hard, hardcover, so, yeah. It's a good book, ladies and gentlemen. I, I've read it a few times, actually. I think I read it only three times. Yeah, like, I didn't even know, and Cody told me about it, and I was like, what is it called? And he's like, Tales of the Broken. I'm like, I've re- I think I've read that book. And then he showed me, and I was like, yeah, I've read that book. And, you know, he told Keith about it, and Keith was like, oh. Like, to me, it sounded like Keith was kind of sorry that it kind of gave me nightmares, and he, which he, he doesn't understand. If you're going to write... This is what authors need to understand. If you're going to write a horror book, you need to make it to where people are almost going to have nightmares about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what Keith did. And so I'm going to try to get Keith on here and and Anthony because I know Anthony's in the process of making a book called... Uh, Unborrowed Time. Unborrowed Time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when it's coming out. I haven't heard any updates about that, but hopefully soon. Um, I'm definitely getting that. Like, I re- like I've just heard how it is, and I'm definitely want to read it. So, um, well, Cody, what's like? I do got a question. What was is the most like exotic podcast or video you have ever ever 
have made. Exotic? Exotic. Like, or it could just be, like, almost up there. Um, hmm. I mean, I don't really know, to be honest. I mean, like, I've done, like, reaction videos. I've done discussion videos. Uh, I mean, I think... You know, the C&M stuff might probably be the most exotic things I've done, you know. Doing some character acting. But other than that, I haven't really done anything exotic. Yeah. For C&M, he gets to play his Dick Johnson. Dick Johnson. Wait. And then he also gets to play Great. <laughs> But yeah, uh, you guys will see a little bit of Derek Johnson on tonight's uh, premiere. Mm -hmm. Well, I would say we would do the Q&As because, you know, we always do Q&As on the Crystal Show. But apparently nobody has any questions. So, Cody, do you have any questions for me? or? Um, No, I think I'm, think I'm good. So. I'm staring deeply in your eyes. Remember this face, because you sleep next to me, yeah. so I know where you sleep. <laughs> yeah. You're a dick. You're a dick <laughs> Johnson. A, I'm a dick Johnson, eh? <laughs> You're a dick Johnson. This is dick Johnson, the hardest dick in law. How can I help you? <laughs> oh, my God. But. <laughs> okay. The hardest dick in law. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds like <laughs> you're married. Oh my god. The hardest dick in law. <laughs> <laughs> I have the hardest dick out of all my in laws. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, guys, um, be sure to check out uh, the Cody Sprinter show. Um, follow me on Instagram, SPR Brand. Facebook is facebook.com, Springer Brand. Um, go to the CNM merch store uh, if you want to support. Uh, I have a t shirt and hoodie on there, and Marcel has the Cujo Gaming set, uh, which is a t shirt, hoodie, um, stickers, and phone cases. And ladies and gentlemen, I am trying to talk Cody into because right now he just has his Sprinter brand t-shirts and hoodies and stickers and phone cases and um, then you have Cujo Gaming ones. I am trying to talk Cody into making Dick Johnson and Grady ones. And if the episode, like if my podcast can, uh, continues up and whatnot, we're going to try to make the Crystal Show one so you can also purchase those if you want to. It's it's a um, work in progress, y'all. So, please, when season one is done with this, after season one or any episode, please tell us what you think of the episode. Because right now, season one is, isn't really like, I, I want to, it's, I want to kind of say, we're just, we just put it out there because we want to um, have you guys think what we can improve on sorry so like I want you guys to see what we can improve on so please watch it because just helping filming it 
to me, we put like hours in doing this because Marcel lives all the way in Salina. So we had to go all the way there to pick him up, drive back. So that's like 20 to 30 minutes there and back. So you're talking about a good 40 minutes to an hour just going there, picking him up, coming back here, um, start filming, which takes almost like a few hours to do, almost like at least four or five hours because it depends if, like, they got to get dressed, um, how many times we mess up, if we got to record, our breaks we take between each filming segment, you know, and please guys, please let us know what, how, how we can fix it, what we can do, because you know what, the way we left episode one, I meant season one, damn, I'm tired, I didn't go to bed, um, I would love to do, I would love to make a season two for you guys, to be honest, I, really trying to talk Cody into telling Marcel and Keith because they're the main people like Keith does write help us write the show for the show and Marcel's in it so I'm trying to get him to tell Keith and Marcel hey guys we need to do a season um, two I uh, probably won't be till November we won't have those have those discussions so yeah so we might not even we might not start filming until actually next year in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just just because in like um November we'll have all the discussions about what we're going to do, what we're not going to do, and that's why we need your feedback so we can do better and whatnot. And then um you know, December we're going to try to see all like if we do do season two we're gonna have to see like how we're gonna do this and whatnot because you know it's gonna take time yes most definitely i'm like hey guys sometimes when they make movies and they make um new seasons for shows it, it takes them a few months at least. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, the plan right now is to start filming in January of next year, and then hopefully have episodes out by the spring of 2020. So, but that's the plan for right now. So, uh, yeah, just watch the season premiere tonight again, eight o'clock Eastern time, on YouTube and Facebook, and I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Cody. I guess this will conclude the Crystal Show. Remember, y'all, go on our Instagrams, our Facebooks, and check out the merchants. Till then, on the next Crystal Show. Peace. Later.